Ladies and gentlemen, we're back with Real Deal Talk. <laughs> this this guy today, folks, you know me, I get all riled up with every guest, but this guy, this is this is the guest, and I've said this before, but I'm going to say it again. This guy, I know the least about of any guest that I have brought into the studio yet. In fact, we have never actually met in person until today. And what I mean by that is I met him. I didn't actually, sorry, I didn't meet him. I saw him at the Pathfinder event for Awakened Church about, what, two months ago? Two months ago? One month? I, don't, I can't tell time anymore. Two months ago. Let's call it two months. Right. Give or take, roughly. Ballpark. Best guess. And he was playing. So we walk into this venue, the Vasa. What's it called? Vasa? Vasa, yeah. Vasa, who's a, one, of the own, one of the guys from Pathfinders, owns it. And they had the most incredible sax player playing like to the music. And you guys know me, man. I'm a sucker for a great sax. And this dude was bringing it. He was he was dropping it. And I hit and I was like, this dude, this guy right here, man. I love this guy. I love his flow. I love his swagger. And then I'm I, so then after the so I started tag right. I started tagging you with my stuff on my Instagram, mm, right? Yes. And so I, and, and he said, thank you so much for sharing that, J.D., blah, blah, blah. And I said, you know what, man? I, I think this guy's got a story to tell. I just got a feeling that he's got some gold in there that the world needs to hear. And plus, I want to make sure we, you know, I want everybody to know about this dude right here because you need to get him to your party, to your event, to your club, to your whatever you you do. You, you go anywhere and play the sax. Well, you've been at the, the L.A., uh, what, the, 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 the Lakers. Lakers games, yeah. right? Padres. Mm -hmm. You've done it all. Soccer. Soccer. <laughs> so Jason soccer, Brown, yeah. a.k.a. J.B. Brown. J.B. Sachs. J.B. Sachs. <laughs> in the house, yeah. folks. So before we get into this, let me shout out Real Deal Sleep real quick, because Real Deal Sleep is pay paying the bills around here. Uh, if you want to support the show, number one, I'm going to thank you from the bottom of my heart for tuning in. I can't thank you enough for tuning in and giving me feedback of things that have just inspired you that you love. Keep it coming. Give me feedback. I'm telling you, it's what feeds my fire, keeps me going, yeah. and bringing incredible human beings like like JB Sachs right here. It just keeps this show going. So if you want to support financially, buy a mattress at Real Deal Sleep. Go to the website, realdealsleep.com. I do things by appointment these days. I've got zero-gravity sleep systems, which I'll teach you how to sleep with elevation, which will help with your snoring, apnea, reflux, circulation. I'm going to take your life to the next level via sleep. I'm just telling you right now, that's how I operate with Real Deal Sleep. So once again, folks, thank you so much. Now, back to JB Sachs. So JB Sachs, by the way, Get ready for uh, uh, about an hour and a half, two hours of the most incredible voice you've ever heard. Uh, you know, some people say I got a decent voice, but listen, listen to this dude's voice right here. Go, JB, let <laughs> every when we were doing the sound check earlier, I'm like, ooh, that, ooh, that sounds good. <laughs> Thank so, you. Yeah, uh, let, listen to him. All right. So JB, we're going to get into your whole sax career, obviously, because I yes. really want to get on that. But I need to, we need to go back first to give people some context here sure. on how JB Sax came to life. Literally, go back to where were you born and raised? I was born and well, first of all, thank you for having me. Yes, I appreciate it. Uh, and you haven't been on a podcast, right? This is actually my first podcast, correct? And the reason why? You know, you just can't hop on anybody's podcast nowadays. Um, as I was sharing earlier, it's a flow thing, mm. you know, and then to timing is, is very important. And, um, I'm a, I'm a road runner. I'm, I'm on the road constantly. And so I don't get a t the opportunity a lot of times to hop on a podcast. Uh, but this one was like, okay, 
I'm, I got a little bit of time on that day and I actually have two shows after this. Um, so you people know me. I'm not an early bird at all. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a musician. I'm an artist. We're uh, night owls. Yeah. <laughs> so very nocturnal. So for me to get up and, you know, um, to do this is, is, uh, is different, but um, we're getting into it, you know. So, again, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, I, I, you know, I can't tell you how much I appreciate. I'm honored because you said that you've been invited on a lot of podcasts. Correct, correct. And something just didn't feel right. Uh, yeah. And something felt right about this one. Yeah, there. I mean, a lot of the podcasts were in Los Angeles. I got invited to a podcast that was, like, really far away, um, not even in the States. And I was like, you know, I appreciate that but yeah. now is not the good time right you no know, again it's all about timing so timing yeah i preach that a lot timing is everything absolutely literally everything right so i'm, I'm honored man i'm Thank honored you. that you're sharing some time with me here thanks again for having me it, it, my pleasure and i know my guests are going to be very thankful once we get through get into this story here so go ahead where were you born and raised i was born in los angeles okay and i was raised in san diego uh, my mom is from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Shout out to mom. Wow. And um, so she's born and raised in Harrisburg. So it's funny. Uh, there's a lot of people out there that say, hey, you don't look like you're raised in San Diego. I would I would gather that you're more of a uh, an East Coast fellow. Are you from the East Coast? And I am because of my mother. Uh, my father was born in, I believe, Georgia. Um, but, uh, we spent a lot of time in Harrisburg, uh, Pennsylvania. So I was born in Los Angeles, but I was raised here in, in San Diego. And so what does that mean? Like what age did you come down to San Diego? So, um, when I was born in LA, um, uh, we automatically went to, where was it? Uh, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania for a while. Okay. And then we moved to Houston for a while. And then when my um, mom and dad separated, uh, I was around 10. And then uh, my mom is a very spiritual lady. Mm. Uh, I, we were talking earlier. I'm actually a preacher's kid. Uh, go figure. Yeah. And um, so <laughs> I was actually born in church. You know, I was like, you know, my father's a pastor, preacher, traveling evangelist. Wow. And uh, I was raised. I'm a church, church, church kid. And so... Um, you know, I would travel with my father. He would preach everywhere, you know, just prophetic ministries and very spiritual. And um, so once uh, that separation happened. Is that why you went right from L.A. to, to, to PA? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Is because of him preaching? Yeah, well. Um, like, how did you go, my, like, from L.A. to PA? Yeah, so, again, my mom is born in right. PA. And her, her, so what made you go there? The Brown family is yeah. is in PA. PA. Okay. So, yeah, uh, my great-grandmother, my grandmother, my mother's mother, you know, they're got all it. in okay. PA. So that's home. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's how we got there. And then uh, they were married for a nice little while, and um, things happened. And uh, my mom, she said she got a calling, you know, to go to California. Mm. I packed up. And then I was 10 and here we are in San Diego. Didn't know, wow. didn't know a soul. And so what, what made who, the calling was to San Diego specifically? The calling was to, to California. California. Yeah. And what and, made her choose San Diego? You know, that's a great question. Uh, so according to my mom, um, she always wanted to go to San Diego. I was born in LA, Yeah, but it was just something about San Diego and things, the doors opened up for her. She was a, uh, uh, a barber. 
and as well as a uh, uh, like a big rig bus driver, like Trailways and yeah. Greyhounds, you yeah. know, um, like eighteen wheelers, right? Is those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she drove uh, buses as well. Wow. And um, so it led her here, and uh, the rest is pretty much history. So I was ten, and then. Uh, and what did your so your dad? Where where did he go? Uh, my dad, he stayed in, on the East coast. It was called Salisbury, Maryland. <laughs> really? So, yeah. He stayed between Salisbury and Fruitland, Maryland, where, um, uh, his family is. So, yeah. And yeah. what do you, what do you remember about your childhood with your parents up till 10? Do you have any memories? Like what, what made them separate? Like what, why did they, was it a long time coming? Was it? No, the long story short, they separated due to domestic violence. Mm. Uh, My father was a very spiritual, um, very talented individual. However, because of his spirituality and him being so gifted, it's kind of hard to get along with um, because he basically when you're that tapped in, you can't control it. Yeah. And my father, his gift was so profound, he couldn't control it. And there was a 20 year, 19 year age difference between the two. My mother married an older gentleman. 19? uh, 19 years. So, yeah, that I don't know how that happened. But I guess back in those days, it was pretty common. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's gross. So um, (laughs) that happened. And uh, here I am. You know, I was yeah. the only child. I was the only child that my oh, father had. Oh, you were the had. only child. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, my mother had another marriage before him, and he passed away. And I had a brother, uh, Andre Marcel Brown, rest in peace. Uh, mm. My brother passed away uh, a few years ago due to aneurysms. Oh, man. Uh, they found two aneurysms, aneurysms in his brain. I got a call uh, at work, and they were like, you need to come to the uh, to the hospital right now. And um you know, check on your brother. So and this was here in San Diego. Yeah. Here in San Diego. Yeah. Man. Um, but yeah, my, my father and my mother, um, would travel to different churches and, um, he would do his thing there. And then, you know, being prophetic is very scary, you mm. know, because you see and you hear a lot of different things. Yeah. And so, um, unfortunately my father took it out physically and uh, still love the man. I would not take anything away from him. When yeah. I got older, I was I'm more able to more mature to be able to understand. Yes. It. Was it right? No. Um, so she was like, you know, today's the day. And she packed up. I'm 10. And she's like, we're leaving. Uh, the blessing part about the whole story yeah, yeah. of this is that my mother never, never, ever in my whole 44 years of life talked bad about my father. Wow. Never. That's unbelievable. And she said, you know what? That's your dad. If your dad wants to see you, here's a ticket. You go and you, you know, you stay with your father. And I did. I stayed with him for a while, a visit uh, during the summer. Yeah. My dad was great. To me, in my eyes, my dad could do no wrong. And um, so we're in San Diego, and uh, I am now 13. And I have a dream that uh, my father passed away. You had a dream. Had a dream, yeah. And I get a call out of high school, at Lincoln High School, to be exact. 
And my mother says, I have some very terrible news to tell you, and I don't know how you're going to take it. And I said, I know. She says, you know what? I said, dad is gone. She said, uh, you couldn't possibly know that. I said, well, I had a dream. And so that dream prepared me. Mm. And um, so we had to go back to the East Coast and uh, see that. And I had to sing at his funeral. Uh, besides being a saxophonist, uh, my first gift was actually singing. Wow. And um, so that's pre- probably why I have the very, the very white voice. <laughs> It's great. I love it. Yeah, I've um, I've been blessed to play different instruments. I play saxophone, drums, keys, organ, uh, a little bit of bass, love lots it. of guitar, and uh, and I sing. You know, I produce my own my own songs, and um, you know, it's just a blessing. And so, when you went back, um, now you said now you were thirteen, or you were I was right- thirteen when I lost my dad. 13. 13 okay and you had a dream like literally when was the dream the night before yeah it was it was crazy it was like uh the night maybe a couple nights before and i was shaking just boot balling ball just from the my, dream yes because it was so vivid like this is crazy again my father was 19 years older than my mother right so my mom is currently um 74 years 74 young. Yeah. yeah 74 so do the um, math there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that means 74, 31, that's 31 years ago. Mm. He, he would have been 94. Yeah. So 60, 60 ish. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And what did he die of? Uh, I believe they said it was a heart attack. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was wow. a heart attack. Yeah. Great so, guy. Very spiritual guy. <laughs> profound guy. Dad didn't take no mess at all very old school like you do what i say you don't do what i say you get beat up yeah you know and that's that's the thing in those days it was that that's, was legal that's, exactly you know and i'm fine now that's how it went down that's how it went down you know you don't do what i say hey you know there's the door so yeah. here we are <laughs> and, and did he show you uh was he just really tough or did he also show some show some love dad showed love in his own way ah okay dad showed love in his own yeah. way okay you know and uh, i appreciated that uh, but dad was tough dad didn't yeah. take no mess you know uh, from what i heard he boxed he you know did all kind of things he just he was a tough guy yeah very tough guy I what he it. said in very strong voice and yeah. very commanding presence and quite the dresser oh yeah quite the dresser very snazzy very charismatic and uh, a good teacher a good preacher uh, but uh, very good um, this is spirituality yeah you know yeah and so <clears throat> how was it when you went back and sang it was terrible was my it cousins just- um, my cousins were like how can why are you not crying right now did you not love him <laughs> and it was hard for me to explain to them that um, I was prepared yeah, it was hard, but I will say when I got back to San Diego and I started doing these schools, I had a really tough time. Mm. Really tough time. So uh, it was schools so, meaning which schools you were going to the schools that I was attending okay. and you know trying to get back into the flow of things and were you rebelling? Were you just? Oh yes, oh yes. I was hurt. I was hurt, and I didn't know how to articulate the hurt yeah and my mom just did had a really tough time i gave her a hard time um 
so she put me in counseling. I was in counseling schools. I ran away from home. I was, you know, uh, like just you couldn't find me. You know, it was it was bad. Were you it drinking, bad. drugs? No, and, no, 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 none of that. Uh, just trying to deal with the pain. I didn't know how to articulate like I am hurting behind this. You know, and, but you had your. Did you have your stepbrother with you? Yes, but my 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 brother was um, was in Job Corps. Mm. Okay. You know, so, you know, my brother and I, I'm, De- I'm September 8th. He's uh, December 8th. We're 10 years apart. So yeah. we're not that close. Right. Um, uh, so I, there was nobody to rely on, Okay. you know, and with mom, you just were, was she just trying to, how did she deal with you? Was yeah. Mom was just trying to reel me in. Mom's just trying to reel me in and I need my son back. And mm-hmm. I, I was in a dark place. So what my mother did was she called my, um, her mom, my grandmother. And she said, I need to get my son. Uh, what do I need to do? And my grandmother said, you need to get his mind. You need to occupy his mind so he's not concentrating so much on the loss. Mm. You need to put him into something that he can take those energies uh, into uh, yeah. those negative energies into right. something positive. Yeah, 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 redirect. Correct. So mom did that and she said, uh, do you want to play the drums? Or do you want to play the sax? Well, we lived upstairs in the apartment. You can't play no drums. No you know, way. Upstairs in the apartment. Yeah. And so um, I'm looking at her all crazy, like whatever. And uh, my mom brought a saxophone home. This gold, this piece of gold. She says, open it. I opened it up. It was shiny. And I said, wow. And there was a man that came to my church. And how old were you here? 15? I was around. 13, 14, 15? I was around <clears throat> uh, 13, okay. 14, something So not like that. that much longer after dad passed. After dad passed, yeah. Okay, got that, it. That was to get me, yeah. you know, yeah. to get me back to center. And so there was a, a gentleman by the name of Dr. Bernard Johnson who came to the church that I was attending at uh, called Faith Chapel Church of God in Christ located right next to Lincoln High School. And uh, it was Bishop Roy Dixon, it was the pastor. And um, there was a saxophonist, a world-renowned, the first gospel saxophonist. His name is Dr. Bernard Johnson. He came to my church. I sat in the front row. He played songs like, How Great Thou Art, Precious Lord, Amazing Grace, yeah. His Eyes is on the Sparrow. And I sat in the front row and I bawled. And I oh. said, Lord, that's what I want to do with the rest of my life. Hold on, hold on, yeah. hold on. All right. Was this before or after your mom brought you the sax? After my mom got me the after. sax. After she got me the sax. How long were I you was in that service? To, uh, Had you been playing already? I was trying. You were trying? I was trying. Yeah, I was trying and to play. then you saw him? I saw him, and I was like, we're good. Had he been there before? Nope. Nope. He Come was a traveling around different churches doing his tours. And it just so happened to stumble upon our church. And uh, everything happens for a reason, Is that man. amazing? It was only God. Only, only God. Only I say that all the God. time. Only God. Yeah, it was a blessing. I ha- He played all these great standards. You all lost your mind. The way he played, I was like just taken away. And I couldn't explain these emotions. And um, you were balling. 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 And his story was that he had asthma as a kid and uh, he couldn't even breathe that well. And he prayed that, you know, Lord, if you 
take this asthma away from me. I'll tell the world, I'll show the world that you did this and I'll only play for you. And he did that. And, um, he's huge in my life. Yes. And so I bought all of his, uh, VCR and his tapes, his cassette tapes. Did you go home or was mom with you in church? Yeah. We like mom. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Was she looking at you like, hey? Yep. She's mom was all in. Like, if that's what you, hey, like, I just want my son back. Was she crying so, too when you nope. were crying? Nope. No. She saw you crying though? Nope. And she's like, if he's in it, I'm in it. You know, yeah. moms are the greatest supporters. Oh, yeah. And uh, to this day, mom has still got my back. And I'm so grateful for her. And uh, so I bought all the, all the tapes, all the CDs, all everything, all of it. Went back home. I studied, studied, studied his hands, studied his his rhythmic studied his you know his bounce studied yeah. his everything and then a couple of years later um i was able to play just like him wow within a couple of years a couple of years and you were only 15 13 th- like 13 i was only like around 13 yeah three years later i had my first album my mom took me to the studio it's like this guy's good this guy's good i made up my first album it was called jason's beginning at 16 years old yeah. And did you ever reach out to this guy? Uh, I've reached out to him several times. And when I got really good, what he would do is he would come back to the churches and do his tour again and then introduce me as his godson. And I would finish the songs for stop him. Stop it. Yeah. Just stop. It was great. It was great. Great. And then one day, I will never forget this. He's like, um, I'm like, where are we going next, Dad? Where are we going next? And he's like, um, you've earned your mark you've we're good like yeah we're good broke my heart i did i didn't take it as you know uh give this to the next child pay it forward yeah, yeah. no i was like we're good you know yeah that he basically said that you're you know you've, you're like passing the torch to you like yeah like yeah. but i took it as you know i can't see you no more we can't hang out i'm right. a hostile kid you know yeah I, I didn't know and um great guy just a really great guy. It, it wasn't one of those stories where you look up to your heroes and your heroes, you know, are, <laughs> are, yeah. you know, bad guys. No, this guy was like everything. And so, um, being able to do that was a blessing. Wow. And so from that, I've been able to travel all over the place. Doors have been opening and, uh, just doing music. But at that time I was only doing gospel music. Yeah. I didn't get it. I didn't get into secular music until I was uh, 18 to 21. And so at this point, um, how was school going? Were you, were you school, was getting better? School was, school was getting better because of the music. And um, funny story about school is that um, I would play uh, saxophone. Uh, and I was also a jock. I was a starting uh, center for uh, basketball at my school. And so I would play the national anthem in my jersey. No at, way. At the home games. And then rip open the jersey. <laughs> let's go jump ball. Because you're, you're what, 6'5", six, 6'6"? Six, six? Yeah, yeah. You're super tall. Yeah. No kidding. Oh, yeah. Come on. Did the team love that or what? I loved it. I loved it. It was great. The crowd had to love oh, it. Oh, so just epic. Just that feeling. It was great. Good times. Good, good, good times. Oh my gosh, that's amazing, good man. Times, this yeah. is incredible. Yeah. So um, my basketball coach, he said, you know what? Let's do this. He said, Jay, if I take a basketball and I put it over a cliff 
and I take your saxophone I put over a cliff, which one would you take first? I said, what? He said, which one would you take first? I said, well, coach, I don't get hurt playing the saxophone. <laughs> I don't. Basketball hurts. Yeah. You know, they see a, a center going in there and, you know, triple, double teams, you know, hack a shacks and yeah. all these things. And it's, it doesn't feel good, you know, sprained ankles and fingers and all of that. And, and I was pretty good. I was pretty good. I still play, but yeah. I, I was pretty good. Pretty good. I'll, I'll bet. Yeah. Pretty good. And did you answer the question? Yeah. Yeah. I answered well, the question that was and the, the call. <laughs> I answered the question and the call. I, I chose sax. And was he basically telling you, hey, like, I think you should focus on one or the other? Was that basically what he was telling you? Uh, he was just curious mm. because like, ah. you're, you're good. You're good at both. But what does... What does JB's future look like? Do you want to pursue basketball because you're really good, or are you going to continue to do music? So, very curious. Yeah, yeah. And did you continue to play basketball from that point forward? I did. I played ball up until when I got to. Uh, I did some college. I did some some junior, some JC, oh, some JV. Yeah, I played for Irvine, and you know nothing to brag at, and um, you know. But I always stuck with music, always. You know, I'm 44 years young now. I still play now. But um, that's my that's my girlfriend. That's my wife. That's my baby. That's my everything. And when when did you realize that uh, like you were called to do it? Was would you say it was a calling? Would you say absolutely? You know that calling it saved my life. I wouldn't be here speaking with you. I wouldn't be able to to play at the places that I've. You know who knows who would I've been. You know without that. And then how was moms along the way? Like, t- tell me about the relationship. Like, once you got into the sacks. Yeah. Because she was worried about you. She was Absolutely. like, I need my son back. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so how did the relationship go with moms? Um, you know, when you got into the sacks, was, were you much better with mom? Was it? Yes. Yeah, I was much better. Yeah. I, was, I was in a dark place. And my mom just had her hands up for a while. Like, I'm trying to do everything to get this, get my son back. You know, and uh, my attitude and my uh, my well-being, um, my um, cognitive, all of that just turned around for the better. More happier, more yeah. bubblier, more uh, um, more goofy, yeah. you know, if you will, uh, kid. And so it, it got a lot better, a lot better. And then what did, uh, you know, when she said she brought you to a studio, what, what would you say along the way? Um, when you were in your younger years, what was the moment? What was the actual moment? Well, besides when you saw your guy play in church, Mm -hmm. right? What was a moment where you realized like, Ooh, man, I I am good. Like I'm really good. Like, did you have a point where you're like, you realized that you knew the whole time? No. Um, I didn't know the whole time. I believe it or not, being now 44, I'm getting to the point where I'm like, oh, okay, I'm okay. I'm, I'm pretty good at certain things. Yeah. We are our worst critic. <laughs> totally. Very. I mean, it's, it's bad. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm a Virgo. So, you know, the yeah. Kobe Bryant's, the Michael Jackson's, we're mm. all Virgo. We're wow. very, very, very critical uh, on ourselves. And we're very, um, we critique everything. We're very meticulous yeah. about every little thing. Yeah. So I, I didn't get good, uh, until my later years yeah and, and even so you're probably still mm, i have a lot of work to do 
That's what you think right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Come I have on. a lot of work to do. Yeah. All right. So, all right. So, get to give me some times like in high school. Were there any times where you did you play for the school? Obviously, mm. besides basketball games. Or tell me about some school. Like, what with, uh, what did you get into? Uh, the crew that you're hanging with? Any girls going on? Give me some high school stuff or school stuff. Um, school was very hard for me back in those days um, because uh, in the 90s, we had uh, gang violence and. Bloodsick versus the Crips, and even in San Diego. Oh yeah, it was very, very bad in those times, and in that area, that location, uh, being in the six one nine, being in Southeast San Diego. Yeah, um, those times were very hard. Drive by shootings, and uh, I stayed on Ozark Street, so they changed Ozark Street to Willie James Jones, uh, a gentleman who was a uh, scholarship young man, uh, honor roll young man, football. Uh, athlete young man who got shot at a party and um, they the bullet wasn't even for him you know it's just we had gang violence was he ki- was he killed yeah oh man so they changed the uh the street name um after uh, his name and so my mom was like you know what we're leaving so we moved around a lot um tell me about that like what did you see it on the streets like yeah. Bloods, Crips, like this is oh, actually yeah. going on yeah. in Southeast San Diego. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you had to know what hood you were in, what colors to wear, um, what time to go out. Yeah. All yeah. that. All of that. Yeah. And how did you How did you stay out of it? Obviously, you were all up music, in the sex. Music, music and basketball. Music and basketball. Otherwise, there's a very good chance you would have gotten into it. Yeah. Wow. Unbelievable. And to this day, this this stuff and some of the stuff still going on today, right? Or not as much? Uh, I don't know. I don't want to know. I don't want to. I mean, I see it online. Yeah. You know, I don't. I haven't came in contact with it in in you know my later years because I'm not in that realm. Yeah. Um, or in those sectors. Yep. But uh, I'm quite sure there's still people out there who have the mentality of yeah. I'm a blood. I'm a crip. I'm a gang member. I'm this. I'm that. But I I have no idea. I had a guy on the show, Tony Jefferson Sr., who's a preacher down at a church down there as well, and he was in the he was in the gangs. Mm-hmm. And his son plays in the NFL. And I coach his sons in flag football. Yes. His son in flag flag football. So it's interesting that when you were mentioning the the gangs down there and also the um the, the preacher and whatnot. So anyway, it just came to my mind that I like it's mind blowing when I hear these stories that this is happening in San Diego. Yes. Yeah. Like you just go a little bit south. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, our, our streets back on Imperial were called the Four Corners of Death. That's you, what it was called? Oh, yeah. You couldn't, you couldn't go around in that particular area. It was bad. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> it was bad. The 90s was bad. The 90s were bad. The 90s was bad. In my era where I grew up, it, was, it wasn't nice at all. And yeah. the '90s, I was in Pacific Beach. Ah, it, it, it could <laughs> ah, ah. <laughs> totally different. Yeah, nothing but fun in the sun. Hey, hey, hey. whatever. Live it. No, Mm-mm. no, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, none of that. No, you're over here in the four corners of death. I'm on Garnett and Mission Boulevard at living the bar, it yeah. living it up. Oh my gosh. Well, you know the bar scene is not that far off either. You know, it can yeah. be very dangerous here you know fighting people off it, 
drunk guy, you know, yeah. it's time for you to go, John. So it's going to do John. It's yeah. time for you to go, John. Yeah, we, we we did. We had the PB Vermin. They called them. They had a little gang in PB, and there was a dude there. His name so was a biker club. What is this? No, it was just a bunch of dudes that just tatted up and just yeah. would beat people down every day. Right. Like that was what they loved doing, just giving people beatings in the yeah. bars. So they they were rough. I didn't want to mess with them, but luckily I was. My roommate was friends with the main guy. Names was his name was Taz. Um, who's now uh, uh, born again and uh, saved and the whole nine, which is incredible. I love it because he's just a, a, a monster and he was he was bad dude. Yeah, that was about it. Um, but yeah, man, I can't believe that. So all right, so give me some uh, go through high school. Give me some uh, any any pivotal moments in high school. Any girls that you met? Anything? But what do you got? Um, I wasn't that that guy in in high school. In my mind, my friends will will probably say something different, yeah. but in my mind, I wasn't the the ladies' man. Okay, um, which is hard to believe playing the sax. Yeah, and an athlete. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I don't. Know, I'm not buying this again. Like I said, in my mind, okay. I I wouldn't say that that I was that guy. Um, I would. I was more of a one woman type of guy always, uh, but music always came first. Always came first. Always. So, you know, if you're not near it or buy it or help me do it, then, you know, well, I had fun in high school. You had fun. had fun. Yeah, I had fun. I would play in the hallways, you know, uh, saxophone. And so you'd bring the sax to school? I had my sax everywhere. 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 After school, I would have a show. And I have to travel somewhere and do the show and then go back to school. We were always on the road. Like, the, my, my gift. And your mom would take you? My mom would take me. Mom was mom manager, uh, driver, everything. Yeah. What were you saying, your gift? My gift would just open up doors for me and just take me to different places, different schools and different uh, churches and um, organizations that, you know, wanted to exploit uh, the talent. And so tell me about the feeling. Like, what what is it about the sax? Is it what your your music is doing for others? Like, what is? why does it feel so good? Like you're like, or you know that you're in your calling or how do you know that when, how do you know that you were called? You said, I think you said, mentioned something about yeah. you were called to do this. I mean, a calling basically it's something that, um, it's, it's an unction. It's like, um, something that you just have to do. That's a must do. Yeah. And that's, that's me with music. I have to do this. You know, I'm, I'm called to do this. You know, some people have a gift and, and this is my gift. And uh, to recognize that gift early is such a blessing because most people don't know what they want to do with their lives. Right. Yeah. Until they're, you know, whatever age. Exactly. And some yeah. people never. Some people never. Yeah. In fact, a lot of people never mm-hmm. actually step into their calling. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Which is sad. Yeah. So tell me about the 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 fulfillment that you get. Is that what it is? Like you know that when people hear your music, the effect that you're having on them. I want to dig deep on this. It's, I'm you know, fascinated by. I don't know. It. Younger, I would just zone people out, you know, and just stay in the uh, making sure that I'm hitting every note precisely and every um, timbre of the instrument is coming out. That that you are feeling my soul. That it it's an emotional um, uh, roller coaster sometimes because it's like me as a perfectionist. I want to make sure that um, I'm hitting my target. You as a listener, you're either 
receiving the um, the the notes. It's, it's a reminder of something. The yeah. way that it hits so high, it just make you feel with emotion, or hit so low, and you're just like, "Man, that was just good for the soul," or whatever it does for you. For yeah. me, I'm just trying to hit the target. You know, it's like Kobe in the fourth yeah. quarter. You know, yeah. he, he's like he's gonna hit the shot. Well, he's done the shot over a thousand times. You know, it's gonna go in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's what I'm focusing on. It's just um, I'm not trying to make you feel anything. I uh, my mom and I, when we pray, it's like our prayer is that it blesses you and you're inspired. And um, but that's that's pretty much it, you know. And so you, you feel like um, the the that you're inspiring others. Yes. Yes. And that keeps like because because I because uh, that's why you're here. Yeah. I mean, when you were playing that night, I'm like, man. Well, let's talk about that. Well, how did you feel? What did it do for you? I'm for me. I, I was just, like, I just couldn't wait to leave the party. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm working. You know yeah. what I mean. I'm I'm here for um, how many hours, and yeah. I have another show after this. So hey, let's let's get it on. Let's get it over with. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Here he is. <laughs> No, what did it do for you? I mean, how, well, did, it how just, did you feel? It just made me feel great. Okay. Uh, and I know I wasn't alone. Awesome. You know, the other people that I was standing with, the, the, you saw the girl over here. She was grooving, dancing. Okay. People were moving, grooving, dancing. And I also just, and I'm definitely a little bit unique when it comes to this, but I just appreciate talent. Like, awesome. I, I just have such an appreciation. I'm in awe. Yeah of somebody that like when you were doing that and the way that you were moving and then and of course the songs you were playing were mm. some of my songs from yeah, the 90s. They were hits, yeah. yeah. Hits. You and you were you can't help but groove on those. Absolutely. And then you were hitting it with a, a sax because it's such so it's so it's not something you see every day. Right. I've seen it a lot because I have a friend who I brought to my grand openings and played the sax at grand openings to music, to techno. He does them in the clubs nice. to like techno music. And it's the most fascinating thing I've ever seen. Yes. But my point is I'm still in awe of it when I saw you mm -hmm. and the people we uh, that we were hanging with, everybody was, you look around, people were grooving. You yeah. couldn't help but move. Yeah. And it's just, it's just the most incredible sound, a sax to the, to the music. Yeah. Like you weren't just playing the sax with your own song, mm -hmm. right? Right. You were playing to music. Yes, music that you can identify. That to. you can identify with. Yes. Which adds a whole different realm. Right, and it puts you in a place of yeah. you know familiarity. Like, That's correct. I remember this? Yeah, yeah. It's a nostalgic. Mm -hmm. And then you're hitting it with the sax, and then looking at you. Also, what it was, uh, and I can speak for myself and probably everybody there was when the fact that you loved it so much. Absolutely. Like here you are one person standing there mm -hmm. with a little speaker. Yes. And the, there was a crowd of a hundred and something people there just partying, just standing around eating. Yeah. And here you are just having your own party. Yes. Right? In your own zone. Yep. Always in my own zone. Your own zone, mm -hmm. your own little thing going on there. And and to me, then I'm fascinated by that. Yeah. Like, look at him. Look at this guy just... He's getting down. Yeah. Like he is getting down. You saw me. I'm putting up videos. Mm -hmm. I'm putting up. Uh, yeah. You were the most pumped out from all, all of the uh, 
There was a few ladies I was, you yeah. know, pumped to. Yes. But yeah, and they yeah. were they were getting it. But they were getting you know, it. you were just like, What do you think? You see this guy? Oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah. Oh, look at this. I love it. I love it. What do you see this? Are you listening? Are you listening? And they got their <laughs> drinks in their hand. They're like, Oh, my bad. Yeah. yeah. And then my stories, Great. when I was putting up the stories, I get a lot of comments on them. People are like, Oh man, he's awesome. Yeah. That's when I was just tagging you and I'm like, We gotta you know, you need to know this cat right here. Yeah, that was great. So, um, all right. So, yeah. So I'm just in awe of it. It's the most incredible thing. Cause it's so unique. Yeah. Like what you do is just unique. So, all right. So get through high school. Yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, that's clear and obvious, Mm -hmm. Um, which is why I couldn't wait to dig in with you to see, you know, what, uh, like your, your whole MO of what drives you and what keeps you going. And, and what's interesting to me is that you said that you just, you're just, you're a perfectionist. Yeah. You just want to make sure that you, it's bad. It's not good. It's bad. It's too much. It's a lot. Well, because you said, even to this day, I got a lot of work to do. Yeah. (laughs) Like what, like what more work can you do? Your playing is phenomenal. Do you ever Uh, reach out to your guy from the church again? You know what? I have. And, um, you know, I've, I've heard from him, him, him here and there. Yeah. Not all the time. He's a very, very busy individual. And, And, you know, I'm, I'm busier now, you know, I'm, it's like, yeah. it's like, I'm the guy now. It's like, I'm the, the go-to yeah, guy, yeah, of, yeah. you know? And so they'll, you know, now it's like the next young Jason's or, you know, to come up and, you know, after me and say, Hey, I was inspired by Jason. And so that's, that's pretty exhilarating as well. Kind of weird. Yeah. Cause I'm still the kid, you know, like I'm still looking up and you know, I have my heroes of saxophone. It's like, um, Gerald Albright and Kirk Whalum and Everett Harp and Donald Hayes and these phenomenal saxophonists that their tone is just pure and it just makes you want to cry. It gives you chills yeah. when you hear certain notes and you're just like, what is this? What? Why am Why is I can't explain. It. Yeah, yeah. It, it's something you can't explain. Yeah. You know, it's coming to me now. Like I've got a like I'm going to I'm going to talk to my church and see if we can get you to. Play, do something. <laughs> Not a problem. I've played at the Rock Church many times. You uh, have? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. What do you do? Pastor wor- Miles and I to, were. To the worship song? What do you Yeah, worship. Yeah, absolutely. You know, again, um, I sing, I play, um, I have a guitar, and I've, I've, I've written songs. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna pr- to push for this. So, my awakened peeps that are listening to this, because I got a lot of them in yeah. my church, let's get JB Sachs on one of the stages at Awakened Church doing his thing we're gonna make this happen yes i'm serious we gotta make it happen yeah not a problem at all i would be honored uh playing songs like how great thou are and blessed assurance amazing grace and all of those great standards you know those let's do it yeah all right all right so get me through get me out of high school now so now you're in college right what happened in college i'm playing ball i'm playing ball i'm playing ball i'm uh i'm trying to figure out you know do i want to just continue to do music or do I want to be a professional basketball player? But music is still calling. I'm still, I love, it's it's hard because I love ball. Mm. I love the NBA. Yeah. And I, I thought I would go to the NBA. You did? Of course. Every kid's dream. Yeah. Who plays basketball? Well, not every kid. Every kid's dream who plays basketball. <laughs> every kid who like, plays basketball, yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, wants yeah. to go to the NBA. So I'm like, I want to go to the NBA. Um, I kept getting hurt. Ah. <sighs> I kept getting hurt and I was like, you know what? Maybe it's not for me, you know? So I stuck to music 
And then I was like, well, music's not really paying the bills as it should. I'm getting older and I have bills now and I'm getting out of mom's house. And, you know, mom says, you know, out of high school, you know, go stay with your brother, you know, you know, see the world, you know. So I stayed with my brother for a little while. And your brother is 10 years older than you. 10 years older than me. And he's a rock star. He's (laughs) he's. He's living the life. I'm a church kid and I'm all innocent and I haven't seen things. <laughs> but when I live with my brother, I was able to see the world. <laughs> what was he doing? Everything. Everything. All right, was, give me some details. Oh, man. Yeah. I, yeah, it was, yeah. Give me some vague details. So then. my brother was a uh, lyricist, a rapper. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, boy. And he also played drums. And uh, very musical um, himself, very brilliant. I mean, his poetry, his writing. My brother was so brilliant. Now, you brother, yeah, not actual full brother, not same father, same mother, same mother. Yes, same mother. Got it. Yeah. Okay. So my brother uh, Andre Marcel Brown, also known as Three uh, D or Rhythm, really. Yeah. <laughs> uh, man, this guy was just talented with words. Very, very talented. Very yeah. extremely gifted. So gifted that um, he would learn different languages and just self-taught everything. Self-taught. He could do anything. Wow. He, this man spoke in Japanese. He went to Japan for four years. Loved the culture. Got introduced to some musical guys. And uh, he got hooked up with a band and started rapping in Japanese. His voice is twice as deep as mine. Come on. Can you imagine? No. Um, That's like James Earl Jones. Can you imagine uh, a gentleman, African-American, locks, um, he's about six six foot, and speaking Japanese, rapping in Japanese with a very, very low voice. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my wow. Just... And ate it up, and I I hear all the stories and the girls, and so I stayed in my on my brother's couch. So she said, "Go stay with him." Hey, I've always wanted to go with my brother. My, I thought my brother was the coolest guy ever. He has the the fashion, the clothes, and the swag. And I looked up to my brother, and every time he came to visit, he was always surprising uh, me in school, or you know, just picking us up and just hey, let's go hang out today or whatever. And uh, I just thought he was the coolest guy. And he 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 was a choreographer. He danced for several different uh, major artists, Martha Wash, in particular. Everybody dance now. Yeah, of course. Um, and uh, very colorful gentleman. And so I just thought he was just the odds. He was a rock star. He was a rock star in my eyes. And uh, I got a chance to live with him for a little while. And I, strippers and, you know, just girls everywhere and, you know, beats and music and DJs and, you know, weed everywhere and just white stuff on the table. Oh, yeah. Just, you know, you know. Crazy. Just living the rock star blew my mind i'm like <laughs> where am i <laughs> this is what we and you do. were on the couch i was on the couch and you were about what 8 19 20, 20 yeah yeah fresh out of high school fresh out of Just high school green green didn't know fresh nothing. out of high school didn't know and nothing. you were thrown into that mix oh wow it was great it was great. All right. So, what happened? Did you get you, you didn't get corrupted? Did you? No, I had aunties and uncles calling me all the time and don't watch out for those groupies and make sure you don't do this and make sure. Mind you, what I'm did still, mom do? 
mine was just like, you know what, calling and, and making sure that I'm I'm safe and that I'm good. Oh and because she knew that I you can't know, believe my brother was a wild child. <laughs> Party animal. I can't believe she told you to go hang with him. Hey. Hey. Yeah. It was great. It's great. Had a good time. How did you not get corrupted? I don't understand. I think um it was just, you know Did, I, did he I don't want to Put no, him, I don't want to put no, him on blast no, no. My brother, here, but did he say, you can't touch this? Or, hey, you want to have so some? Enjoy. So his friends would actually cover me. Actually. Really? Yeah, his friends, like his um, friends that he would uh, hang out with would be like, you know, you can have anything in the house except for JB. JB is off limits. Yeah. Like a lot of the, the lady friends would actually look after me. Lady friends? Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of them. A lot of them? Yeah, and they would look after me. Yeah, they were like, JB's special. Something about JB is like, you can have anything in the house. Don't touch JB. Oh, my gosh. That's don't even look that way. I don't understand how you did not yeah. It's God. It's just grace. It's, it's called grace. It's called grace. Like how you did not get. I would get high from the fumes. I would like, get... it, was, it was bad. I mean, dude, talk about riding dirty. I mean, the, the, the cars that would pick us up, were they're loaded with, you know, people having guns and. You know, weed and the the black windows all tinted up, and I mean it's normal now. But yes. Coming out of high school, I'm like, whoa, yeah, what is this? You know, and I'm just all faded because of the the smoke in yeah. the in the car, and they're not letting the windows down. No. Because in those days, you would get a ticket, pulled over, or yeah. go to jail. Weed wasn't legal then, so uh, yeah, we lived a. Um, with my brother, we lived a fast life. How long you know? were you with your brother? Uh, for uh, maybe about two, two, maybe three years. And then from my brother, I got caught up in a lot of different bands. They would, you know, my brother's bands would, my brother had bands. Yeah. My brother's bands, you know, so right. they would, you know, hey, your, your baby brother is talented. Now, I'm the baby brother. We're 10 years old, but I'm towering over him now. And so he would introduce me as, yeah, that's my baby brother. Yeah. And they were like, baby brother? <laughs> no way. He's like, yeah, that's, that's my baby brother. And so um, I would go on tours with his bands, and we would do the Dallas thing, the Houston thing, the Austin thing. And I'm a church kid playing gospel music on these secular stages, rock bands and reggae bands and Oh man, it was great. I and just, so, tell me about were you on a were you on a tour bus? What were you What were you on? So we were in cars. We were uh, they would just drive us everywhere in vans and uh, go to hotels or uh, no hotels. We would go back to the house and or someone's house and but someone's what you, friends. Uh, what about when you traveled to another state though? We would drive there. And what did, would you stay overnight? Where yeah, would you? yeah, we stayed overnight and have a ball. You Where know. would you stay? Hotel? No, just one of the friends. Oh, one, one of friends. The, yeah, okay. Yeah. Got it. One of the friends. I have a friend that knows a friend that knows a friend that knows a friend. You know, music, music is a, uh, musicians are a, a hub. Yeah. You know, they have their own yeah, family. Yeah. Yeah. So it was great. It was great. I had a great time. I learned a lot. Uh, I didn't know Prince and Stevie Wonder and all of these musics because uh, when I was coming up, the church kid wasn't allowed to listen to certain things on the radio. Yeah. So being with my brother, they were like, you guys picked up that song very well. So you must know Stevie Wonder. You must know his music. And I'm like, no, it's my first time hearing it. He's like, get out of here. You can't just come 
in my studio or on my jam session and you just now hearing a Stevie Wonder song, who are you? Like, where, where does this kid come from? And I'm like, I'm a church kid. You know, I was very sheltered, extremely sheltered. And so um, by so being you with my brother, to it allowed to... me to, no. Oh, no. It was, just, it was a sin, you know. I'm a hardcore church kid. There's a lot of things you yeah. couldn't wear and a lot of things you couldn't do and or say, you know, a lot of clothes you couldn't wear because it didn't represent the body of Christ. Mm. You know, it didn't represent yeah. the goodness. So we want to separate ourselves from flesh and spirit. You know, yep. the spirit has to be strong and thrive and, you know, the Holy Ghost is real. And there's a lot of sinful things out there that can influence you to tainter that purity. Right. So, you know, that's what we were raised. I can't. Yeah. So, and, and even more so now, I can't believe your mom yeah. said, go live with your brother. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I, did, I, she, did she know how opposite he was? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I, I, I can't get over this. 10 like, points for mom. Yeah. Did, what, did mom, was she nervous? Of course. Of course. Uh, I yeah. can't get over this. Yeah. Like how to, to raise you where you don't even know Stevie Wonder. Yeah. Cause, or that type of music, nope. secular music, to putting you with the rock star. The rock star. And I begged my in mom. the mix. I begged my mom. She's like, what do you want to do after high school? I said, go live with my brother. She's like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> She's like, oh, Lord. Oh. I'm like, yeah. My brother's a rock star. He would call us from different countries. My brother was in Africa. My brother was in Egypt. My brother was in Japan. Like, my brother's a Where's rock star. Where's he now? Well, he passed away. Oh, that's right. My brother passed away. Oh, man. Yeah. So he would have sorry been, to hear um, this. Gosh, I for- I'm 44. He would have 54? been 54. Yeah, he passed away, I want to say, five years ago. Um, what was it? You said aneurysm. Aneurysms. They found two. It was Did that cause it? He was walking down the street one day from what I, the story that I heard, and uh, he had a seizure. And they were trying to like, yo, what's going on? And he's sitting on the ground shaking up. I think towards a 7-Eleven or something like that. And ambulance came, picked him up, and um, um, they did some tests or whatnot and found two aneurysms in his brain. And from what I gather, they could have always been there, and it just got bigger. Yeah. He could have been born with it. Right. But he didn't know. We didn't know that, you know, that was actually there. And so um, it was a very difficult time very difficult time just to see my brother like that i mean from his hair his locks being all the way down to almost his butt to now no hair being shaved off and for the doctors having to get to yeah right you know his brain so it's like wow you know very very hard very 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 hard wow yeah unbelievable man yeah all right so you made it two years with him Mm, yes what when did you decide okay i gotta go um, like what made you decide like, okay, this rock star life maybe ain't me. Well, or... I mean, it got harder because my brother would actually leave me like would anybody, you know, cause he would go do his, his thing, yeah. you know, and he would just be like, you know, so-and-so will take care of you. I got to go do my thing. And so a lot of his girlfriends would just, you know, make sure that I'm, I'm cool. And they did that. And they were like, you know, again, you can have anything in my house. There's parties in the house. Producers would come to the house, you know, drummers and 
athletes would come to, over to the house because that particular house was the kick it house, was the uh, yeah. the house to go to. And I've met a lot of celebrities and you know a lot of influential people. And this is in San Diego or LA? No, no, my brother stayed in Houston. Oh, Houston. Yeah. So this was in Houston? Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, I didn't realize it was Houston. Yeah, yeah, hot. I hated Houston. Hot. I hated the weather. You know, the floods and the heat and. You is it over, humid there or is it dry? A lot humid. of humidity. Yeah. A lot of humidity. You go over one bridge, it's raining cats and dogs. Another bridge, it's sunny. And you're like, where am I? Well, this is this is weird. The bugs were the size uh, of their hand. I can't stand the bugs. You know, they they love Californians. They just suck the... Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, that's why Florida, same thing. The yeah. bugs, the cockroaches, mm-hmm. they're freaking huge. They would fly. Yeah. These things would actually right. fly. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was scary. Scary. kid. City kid. Ugh. Yeah. All right, so you made it a couple years. Yes. Right? That's it. Yeah. Did you say, okay, that's enough? Like, what happened? How did you move on? Uh, so, well, my brother kept leaving me with these people. <laughs> so my mom was like, you got to come home. You just you just can't be left with anybody. You just got to come home, you know? So uh, I finally came home, and she's like, you know, let's, what's the next step? You know, you wanna, you're going to college. You want to do music. You know, you want to major in music. Like, what? What, what do you want to do? And so I'm grateful for my mom because she's always been there. She's always been that that driving force. Yeah. And so I did college for a little bit and I played ball. And then um, uh, I was like, well, let me do a career and um, uh, job. I was a job coach. Uh, I did. I was a job <laughs> the, coach. The look on your face yeah, is like. It's like, what am I doing? I worked for Polensky Children's Center for four and a half years. Really? Yeah. What was that all about? I love kids. Yeah. I, I said that, you know what, let me do something in the vein of where I can be a, a mentor mm. or I can help these kids. Somebody help me. So I did Polinsky for, for a while. That was hard. That's here in San Diego? Yeah, that is here in San Diego. And what, what is that? What is kind of what? Polinsky Children's Center is a foster home for kids. Ah, okay. And um, there's a lot of abused and battered kids there. There's a lot of neglected kids there yeah. as well. There's a lot of um, kids that are on uh, different medications because of, you know, whatever they're going through. And I've seen good kids, bad kids, you know, just kids that are just like, they're just trying to figure things out. Yeah. And the staff there were able to just help and usher and be that that covering, that comfort there. It's like, you know what, even though these unfortunate situations happen in your life, you're going to be okay. We got your back. You know, we're here to make sure that you are, uh, you're safe. Yeah. And so um, I was happy to be a part of that, but that was hard. It was, was hard. hard. It was hard. Why was it hard? Well, I mean, you, you if you have a heart. Yeah, if you have a heart, yeah. <laughs> you know, you take that stuff home. Yeah. You know, I would see children that are, you know, they just left their mom and dad. Their mom and dad was in a fight in the, and the, the, the child was in the middle of the fight. And the child got most of the, the bruises and the breaks versus the parents and so now you know the kid is going back and forth to court or juvenile hall or has a cast from his uh, nipple all the way down to his ankle because of what the guardians have have it's just it was so not 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 even necessarily the parents but but the guardians the guardians or bouncing from house to house or you know I'm in my third group home I'm in my fourth group home and you know somebody's going to adopt me or I'm waiting for adoption or 
it's tough. It's tough. And I would play with them. We play basketball, play music, and, you know, just try to make their... So your role at that company yeah. was to just make them feel comfortable? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, make them, make them feel comfortable. Make Did you ever feel like adopting one of them? Uh, as a... Uh, well, you were so young. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, you're way too young. No. Mm -mm, way too young. No, thank you. Mm -mm. Wow. Yeah. Did any of them just have a major impact on you? Were there one child that stands out? Yeah, there, there are several. There's several that I actually see to this day, and they're just like, you know, JB, thank you for being there. You know, they're they're in the word now. They're pastors now. They're teachers now, and um, it's just a blessing to be able to see them flourish like that. And I'm just like, to wow, this day. to this day, yeah. It almost makes you feel old, almost. Almost. I'm like, wow, I used to take care of you. You know, I just have how did that you, how did you keep in touch? Like, how do you know? You know, a lot of them would run into me in the different circles or I'm playing somewhere and they'd be like, hey, JP, do you remember me? And your face never changes, your body does. Yeah. But you can't ever forget it. I can't forget a face. Yeah. And I was like, wow, what is your name again? I'm like, that's right, that's right. And then I pick out the, char the characteristic that stood out the most to me from that individual. And I'm like, yes, I do remember you. Wow, yeah. how amazing is that? Yeah. So you did that for about four years? Yeah, four years. And so it, uh, it eventually like, it was it wore on you because you took it, it home. It wore on me. I took it home, and um, it was pretty bad. I was like, I just felt bad, you know, all the time. Mm. You know, it's like a war zone. You know, a lot of kids were AWOL. Oh, what am I doing here? I want my mommy. I want my daddy. Yeah. One time there was a uh, um, uh, uh, they called it um, uh, red zone or red code red. It was a code red. There was a kid just being nervous and wanted to get out there and she was angry and so she uh would throw feces at the staff Oof. Uh, get out of here i can't stand you i hate you you beep 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 the much beep 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 yeah and so yeah, it was trying times wow. trying times yeah <laughs> get out of here We're ducking. oh my gosh <laughs> boo boo line one yeah <laughs> Yeah. Wow. And so when you, what did you do when you got out of there? Uh, I've always stayed in the, in the vein of, of helping children. So I did Cub Masters and I was a Cub Scout leader. And uh, um, what else did I do? Then I was a, um, I did a, adults with disabilities, you know, these, these adults, but they had, you know, childlike minds, you mm. know. And uh, I did that for a while as well. So I've always stayed in that vein. What was vein. that one? What was that all about? Um, I just wanted to help, but um, those were um, just mentally challenged yeah. and you know individuals. How did you find that organization? You searched they, it out. They found me. They found you. They found me. So they called on you and said, "Hey, yeah, you're be perfect fit for this. You know, it's an easy job. You can do your music at this time and do that at that time." And you know, I did it. I did it. I'm glad I did it. How long did you do that? Uh, about two years. So tell me about that. Tell me some of the I mean, these stories. Guys, yeah, I mean, these guys were were just lovable people, you know. There wasn't a, a lot of riffraff like it was Polensky Children's Center. These yeah. guys were just calm and just, you know, lovable people. And these are all adults? All adults. And they're mentally challenged? Mentally challenged, So yeah. what did you take from that? Like, what did that make you do as far as appreciating life or? Yeah, I mean, it's just like, you know, life <clears throat> can go either way, man. And you're either in it to win it or you're not. And it's just a blessing to be on, on this side and just to say, you know, let us help. You know, I, 
at a, at that age, I'm like, let me try to get my hands to everything to see what I want to do. Mm. You know, and um, I'm I'm glad I did it. I'm glad I did it. And then, changing changing diapers is not fun. Some of them you would have to change. The adults. The adults. Mm. You know. Wow. Because there's cert, certain severities that are are more severe than others. Yeah. And so that that was that's not fun. Oh, um, yeah, I'll bet that's like a like a nurse type of yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So what did that experience? Would you say what 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 was the biggest impact it had on you? Um, that that, that is, two years with those that God is real, man. God is real. God is real. Come on, keep going with that. What do you what do you mean? God is real, man. I mean, it's like these these individuals were talented. You know, they were gifted. You know. Uh, they they told stories and uh, they were comical and um, some of them couldn't hear, some of them couldn't see, and the ones that couldn't see played piano like Beethoven. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I'm sitting here like, wow, you know, they're using all their senses to uh, walk around life to 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 be present you know like did you hear that note did you hear it? oh look it sounds like johnny's coming in how can you tell that that's johnny coming in you know because he walks like you know i was like wait a minute now you we ryan play <laughs> you know it's just fascinating fascinating it's fascinating mind-blowing so i learned a lot and then and then the, the biggest thing you realize god is real god is real man God is real. It's so real. And he's and did that make you appreciate absolutely your life more all the all the, the gifts that you have that you can Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And makes me want to more invest in um being a blessing to others. That's because it. it's not just your gift. You know, correct humanity you can bless others with your presence. That's right. You know, with your time. So, your time is more than more valuable than anything. Absolutely, and, and, I, so, and I talk about that a lot. How our 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 job in this world is is to figure out what our gift is. That part, and then our purpose is to give it away. Yes, to others. Yes, and make an impact mm-hmm. and make a difference. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Yep, I preach this a lot. So you're exactly what we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. And that's all I want to do. That's all I want to do. And so when you went from there, where'd you go from there? Uh, from there, uh, I stumbled upon property management. Okay. Yeah. Uh, more specifically, military housing. Oh, really? Yeah. So I was a leasing professional for military housing for a number of years. How yeah. did that go? Um, I learned a lot. I learned a lot. Um, I was glad that I was able to do that. Yeah. Because I felt like I was giving back. Uh, in a sense, to those um, service members' uh, families, because the 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 mom or the dad would have to go away and serve our country, and then you know the kids or whoever they're with, other other mom or dad would have to stay, and so we would provide a little uh, atmosphere mm. for them, you know, for that community. But I learned a lot about property management and. You know the software and the real and Yardy software, Yardy Voyager, and yeah. you know um, maintenance. Uh, I was just very uh, 
enthralled with all of that with everybody's job you know who yeah. does what yeah you know and, and then would you how long were you doing that uh i stayed in that game for a while yeah i went from <laughs> i went from uh military housing yeah to uh section eight Ooh. uh-huh uh section 42 student housing and then how retirement. was section eight how was section eight for section eight i don't want to do ever again what, why? What, what the happened? The paperwork for Section 8 as a leasing professional. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Stacks high. It's just, Is that because government's involved? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Nightmare. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How yeah. were the people that were coming into Section 8? Some were good. Some were nice. Some were, were not nice at all. But we were dealing with people. So yeah. you're going to always have that. Yeah. You're you know? going to have that. Yeah. You can take the good with the bad. Yeah. It's out there. Yeah, it's out there. I, but I stayed in property management for a long time. Did you really? I, I I was like, you know, maybe I should get into real estate. Yeah. You know, I love it so much. I would drive by homes and just, hmm, I like this design. Yeah. I don't know why. It's just one of those things, like, if I wasn't doing music, then I'd probably be. Real estate. Yeah. I'd be a mogul. <laughs> a what? What do you say? A mogul. A mogul, yeah. 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 I talk about it all the time. Why not? Exactly. Um, all right. So you did property management, and then you... Um, cause I know you have kids. I do have three beautiful children, uh, okay. Travis, uh, who's, uh, 16, it's going to be 17, August 17th, the day that I proposed, I proposed on his birthday. Um, and then I have Calum, um, my baby boy, he's 12. And then I have Levon, the princess. Levon. Yeah. Levon. Levon. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Levon. <laughs> Um, and she's five. Five? Yeah. So after you did property management for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what what went on from there? I in that, in that mix. Oh, I you start, did? Start, you know, I. Uh, um, this is when the, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I got married and uh, have three uh, beautiful kids. And uh, I was married for about almost 10 years. I've been knowing her since high school. And oh, really? It was a high school sweetheart? Yeah. Not really. Just no. Knowing, I've actually been knowing her since church kid. You know, I've yeah. been knowing her since uh, probably before high school because I would visit her. Her church um, was a very famous church back in those days. Yeah. And her pastor would call me to actually uh, uh, bring, you know, hey, JB, uh, bring your saxophone in and come out and play. Her pastor I used to play saxophone for James Brown. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. So when he heard me play, he was like, oh, you got to visit our, oh, reel him in. Yeah. <laughs> reel him yeah. in. And so um, there would be times that I'd go over there and, and just play and uh, the band, the music there, the word there was just. It was great. Oh. What church was this? Um, This is San Diego. San Diego. Truth Apostolic Church. Yeah. Okay. Thank God for a brain. Right. We have to go back down memory lane. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to dig, man. Yeah. We're going to get all these churches yeah, out there. Apostolic church. Great church. Great people. Great vibe. Pastor was awesome. Pastor First Lady, awesome. What was the pastor's name? Uh, pastor Williams. Pastor Williams. Yeah. Pastor and First Lady Williams. Yeah. They brought me in with open arms. Did they still have the church down there? Uh, they passed away a few years back. Yeah. And the the building is still there, but it's called a different uh, uh, okay. name right now. Yeah. 
And yes. so around that time of the uh, the property management, you got married. Yeah, I got I got uh, I got married and uh, started having kids. Started having kids, and you know, working. I'm doing property management, and I'm doing music on on the weekends, yep. and I'm playing at places like Humphreys by the Bay. And uh, I was actually uh, I got a residency at Humphreys. Oh, you did? Yes, yes, that was a blessing. Uh, so you would catch me there every Sunday um, with either my band or myself. And then you would hear me on the radio back in those days. It was a 98.1 uh, smooth jazz yeah. with Kelly Cole. And uh, they would uh, broadcast uh, me there live. And um, that was a lot of fun. When did you make the transition from, you said, mostly gospel yeah. oh, well, to some secular stuff? So and- after I got out of high school and I started visiting my brother ah. and got a chance to see the, the real world, not the church world. Um, the the yeah. real world, the world, the actual world, the actual world, yeah, uh, is when I got it uh, influenced by um, real music. Interesting. And so, how, how did you take to it? Did you love it? Oh, of course. Of Who's course. your first secular uh, artist that you just? lost your mind like this is good stuff um who's your who's your musical idols is what i'm getting at i mean not idols musical inspirations that you just have massive love and respect for uh i think back in those days i was listening to a lot of stevie wonder stevie was just a hit yeah you know stevie took you on a musical journey you know and uh there was something about stevie is you just could uh, stevie's an angel you know what I mean? It's just something about Stevie, his his poetry, his wording, his um, chord progressions, and uh, the way how he spoke about life and yeah. love's in need yeah. of love today. Don't delay. Send yours in right away. It's just like, what? Yes. Hate's going round, breaking many hearts. You hear that chord change there? Stop it, please, before it goes too far. It's like, whoa, love's in need of love today? What? <laughs> Reel me in. Teach me more. Come on. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Gaston. <laughs> I love this. Yeah. First time we've ever had anybody hit us with a melody on the, yeah. on the show. Yeah, Stevie is, is great. And then Prince and uh, the bands that I was playing in with my brother were heavy on the prince and oh, I, yeah. I wasn't familiar with prince back in those days and then when i got a chance to actually see the videos and i was like whoa what is this about this guy's a musical genius musical genius just a genius all right so real quick since you brought him up did he actually die or did he take his life who prince prince i don't what's know what's your feeling what's your gut who knows <sighs> You know, I because you know he's got the song in an elevator. Yeah, I heard about and he that. He died in the elevator. Yeah, I don't. Th- I just figured I'd ask. You know why? I'm always fascinated. Why would it? I don't know. I, why would an artist take his life? I mean, look at all the ones that have, and look at all the ones that have been so heavily medicated that that's what took him down. Mm, good point. Michael Jackson, Whitney Houston, go down the best of the best. Some of the best in the not some of. The best. Yeah. Heavily Whitney, medicated. Whitney, Michael. Well, I mean. The, I know that goes, we can go down this thing. Yeah, drugs and rock and roll, right? Yeah, we can go so, down this thing of, you know, public scrutiny and yeah. maybe li- being worshipped for somebody that you maybe don't think you are, the yeah. imposter 
the imposter thing syndrome, that they, yeah. syndrome that they call it. Like yeah. you're being worshipped and you're realizing, wait, I'm not this great of a person that the inner turmoil. So we can go down this because I've, I've dug into this before with other guests. Right. And it was really fascinating to hear that. But if you think about it, man, look, I mean, some of these just the most talented yeah. and, and, and Prince is one of them because his, his was uh, it was prescription drugs. That's what I heard as well. I've heard something about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway. or, or the other one that actually the manager took her life, just shot her. Uh, Selene. Oh, Selena. Gosh. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Selena. Yeah. 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 I mean, come on, man. Really? Yeah. So, yeah, you never know. You really, from what they they say and, and what you're reading about, you know, we really yeah, don't know the we truth. Know. We can only speculate who's the greatest. Yeah. You know what and I mean? The media but, is only going to feed us what they want. Yeah. And I, I'm not that guy to say, you know, who did what. And right. I, I don't know. But I just know that I'm inspired by them. Yeah. And I, I appreciate their story. And uh, it actually influenced me and, and helped shape me from where I am today. Love so, it. And so, yeah. all right. So you got to where now, uh, married, couple. I'm married, talking. I have kids. And, um, you know, unfortunately, I get a divorce uh, during the, um, what is that, uh, COVID time? The COVID time? Jeez, the COVID, COVID era? was bad. COVID was bad. Yeah, COVID bad. was interesting. COVID was not good. I'm going to use the word interesting. Okay, let's use interesting. I'm going to use the word interesting. Yeah. Um, a lot of things changed. Yeah, a lot, a lot of, of pivoting. Things. Yes. Um, you know, a lot of things came to light. Right. A lot of pivot. I know I pivoted my business, uh, you know. Yeah. So what's happened since like with the, was it just time you and the wifey time to move on? How did the kids take it? Oh, the kids, well, they're kids, yeah. you know, and, um, they didn't take it very well. There's a lot of questions. Yeah. A lot of questions. Yeah. Like what happened and you know, why? And why is mommy over here? Why is daddy over there? Yeah. And, you know, why are you picking us up, you know, only on the weekends and, you know, yeah. what what's going on? And then, you know, why don't you love each other anymore? And, you know, all kind of, or do you love each other anymore? Right. And yeah. just a lot of questions, you know, they're trying to figure things out because they've always seen mommy and daddy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so that was a, a hard um hard very very hard i mean I, most uh men go through you know alcohol right. or um you know they lose themselves once you um uh get a divorce yeah, yeah. you know what i mean and yep. the family is separated it could be a very uh challenging thing mentally for any individual not just yeah, men of course yeah yeah so um um five years i'm five years divorced single now yeah and um, I'm grateful that I took the steps to get back to me, um, to heal and um, to uh, get counseling and therapy Yeah. Uh, to find out, okay, now who is this new JB now that I, I'm no longer having the union. Right. Um, so uh, I am better now than I was before. I was just confused in a very confused state. You know, I lost yeah. my brother at that yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, things like the world is ending, you know what I mean? We've got COVID and people are getting sick and can I go outside now and pick up my kids to, while this COVID is happening, you know, yeah. like should they just stay with their mother? Should they just stay with me? Like what, what do we, 
what do I do? You know, do I have to go outside, wear a mask? Can we breathe the air? You know, with yeah. all these media things happening and, you know, very difficult. Yeah, they were spreading wide panic. Oh, my goodness. It was unbelievable. Unbelievable. I was coming to the store and my wife was horrified I was leaving the house. Yeah. Let alone interacting with a human being. Like, oh, my gosh. Yes. Because they were just fear-mongering us yes. 24-7 all over the media. All over the media. And then you have your parents, and then you're checking on them yes. and your kids. And is everybody safe? Are you? Ta- did you take your shots? Did you not take your shots? You know, what do we do? You know, yeah. do we do we get the blue pill or the red pill? You know, like, <laughs> is this the matrix? Like, what are we actually doing? What is the right thing to do? <laughs> Choose ye. I'm, I'm, I'm laughing because I had a guest on that, that talked about how we are in the matrix mm-hmm. and w- w- people don't realize the red blue, red pill, the blue pill, that this is a, that's a reality. Yes. Like, you know, it's so funny that you mentioned that. Yes. Cause yeah. it's for real. It's for real. It is for real. It is for real. Yeah. So, um, to your kids, talk to me about your kids. My kids much- are wonderful, man. My, my son, uh, Travis, he's, uh, soon to be 17. Uh, August 17th, the day that I proposed. Um, he is in wrestling. He's wow. A, he is a um, honor roll student at Lincoln High School. And, and uh, Lincoln is here in San Diego. Lincoln yeah. is here in San Diego. Yeah. Okay. And then Calum, um, very good kid. He's extremely talented. He's a writer. He loves to create, um, write stories, and uh, he's a number one wrestling. Uh, he's also a wrestling fan. Oh, he's fan, a fan, WWE. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he's like he knows all the players. Oh, I actually, took him to a, uh, um, a, a a wrestling match uh, in Los Angeles. It was the uh, WrestleMania. Yeah, it lost his mind. Lost his mind. Just. I remember. Oh, man. Yeah, it was great to see him just enjoying himself and seeing all of his favorite wrestlers. And that's, do you know who that is? That's, ah! and when the music comes on and then the, you know, the star has his, his hit song, oh, you yeah. know, da, 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 you're like, yes, he's coming down the lost, ramp. Lost his oh, mind. Lost his mind. <laughs> that's amazing. And then my daughter, uh, she's five. My princess Levon. 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 Uh she's um she's more like me in the sense of my humor. She's a very bubbly and um just uh she makes everybody laugh. Her oh. presence is very infectious. I love dressing her up. Yeah. Um uh she's just one of those dolls, one of those baby dolls. She's just a precious girl. You know, she's five, so she can get her little attitudes and she's learning, you know what I mean? She's learning. So, but, you know, that's my baby girl. Tell me what your baby girl, what impact she had on your life. Because I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting this feeling that because you had two boys, two boys, but there's something about the girl for guys, you know, similar like us, (sighs) what happens? Like. What has she done? To, what kind of impact has she had on your life? You know, when as a as a father, um, you're constantly, even more so, in protection mode. Yeah. You know, it's like you can have this, 
we can have this. But this, I dare you. <laughs> I dare you to touch. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's like it's you want to make sure that um, that she has the world. Yeah. You know what I mean? That she wants for nothing. It, it should be that with, with all the kids. Right. Um, but she is five. Five. She is five. She's the baby girl, and she sucks it in. She knows. Yeah. She knows. Yeah. You don't say no to much, do you? Uh, the clothes, I, sh- dressing her up, the shoes. Now, personally, I like that stuff. I've, I'm, I, I, I looked at your Instagram, so I know some of the Oh, okay. Okay. Because my daughter's the same way. Yeah. I like that. I, I, I like that. I like dressing my kids up. You know, I yeah. dress my boys, but I really like dolling my girl. You know, I, I, I love that. Um, I tell her no, I do. I'm, I'm strict with her. I'm probably the more stricter parent. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And she knows certain things that she can get away with and, and certain things she can't get away with, you know? Yeah, yeah. But uh, um, my, my thing is, I tell my kids all the time, when you do good, you get good things. Yeah. When you do bad, you get bad things. And that's been my motto. Um, the simple equation. Simple equation. Very simple. Honor roll kids. They do great in school. They're just good kids. Very well mannered. Um, very respectful. That's great. And uh, I couldn't ask for better kids. Help. Very helpful. You know, they help their their grandmothers and they help their mom. And you know, can I do anything? You know, are you? Do you need anything? And, wow, that's you know, when, incredible. When they get over to my house, it's just. You know, where, where are we going? Where are we going? I take them to my shows and, you know, the, we do a lot of trips and I was blessed to, for the Lakers to call me for game six yeah. uh, playoffs. But before that, I did another Laker game uh, last year and I brought my kids and um, we sat in a very VIP section and uh, the Lakers treated us with like we were celebrities, yeah. you know. The dinners, the the tours, the the seating. I mean, it was just great. And for me to be able to have the kids experience that with their dad. Yeah. Was your mom there too? Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. 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 LeBron James? And you know, my, my daughter can't say, you know, LeBron, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. And my mom's, oh, there's Laverne James. It's like, no, Laverne. Mom's, it's LeBron. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> mom has a way of having her own words. You know, I love it. Um, but my kids, my boys know, yeah, it's LeBron James. Yeah. They're looking it up. And yeah. It's like, wow. And then my, uh, my, uh, my Caleb, he's like, yeah, but there's Snoop Dogg. And of there's, course, there's you know, there's a wrestler that I know from you know from oh, and there's a TikTok guy. He's famous on YouTube and TikTok. And then there's and how, how old is he? You're, he's twelve. He's twelve. Yeah. yeah, my daughter's twelve. Yeah, and it's TikTok City. Yes, uh, you know it's that's my daughter's a competitive dancer, so she knows she's incredible. So, yeah. but she's in the mix. Yes, yes. I just got the first. Um, Request for a movie date with her, two of her girlfriends, and three boys. Sounds like she's grown already. How old is she? She's 12. 12. So I just got the first request. And three boys? And I'm airing this publicly because I don't know what to do. Three boys. Yeah, it's a, a, a date, like a triple date thing. Hmm. 
at 12. So what, what are we saying about this? I haven't answered yet. Interesting. I'm at a maybe. And where is this date? Where is this? Where is this uh, well, it's going to be where I say it is like Absolutely. literally one mile at the movie theater. I said, I'll be, he'll, I'll be, and this is what I told her. I said, because I, I, I have an Escalade. I said, we're going to get to the movie theater. I'm going to have him come into the car without anybody else. And he, he and I are going to have, I'm going to put up the tinted windows. And we're going to have a talk. Absolutely. Are you serious? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, we're going to have a talk. Mm -hmm. Dad. Yeah. So that's where I'm at right now so yeah. far. I, so I'm be wearing a tank top. Yeah. I'm going to be wearing a, there's going to be a, a gun on the, no, I'm just kidding. But there's a movie like that. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. What was it with the, uh, with number 50 cent mm -hmm. where he took him in the, <laughs> remember that in the garage? It's typical dad. I mean, come on. You, you, that's what you do for your daughter. That that's where I'm at right now. Yeah, rightfully so. And I don't know what to do. You're doing it. Yeah. I You're doing know. it. I don't know if I'm going to authorize this. So that's where I'm at. I'm I public. Mean, I'm publicly saying this because I'm distraught. Have you seen the, the, yes. the young man's yeah. parents? No. Okay. No, no, that's, no. that's where I was thought off with. Okay. Start off there. I was check the parents. parents. Check the parents. See if they're legit. See if they're okay. And then right. let the parents know. You know, hey, are we? Are we cool with this? Yeah. Are we, are we yeah. down with this? It's a team effort. That's true. It's a I didn't I would, even think about. That, I would actually. have all the parties involved. It's not just daughter. It's not just boyfriend. Yeah. No, we need to have the 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 real parties involved mm. so that everybody knows what's going on and everybody knows what's going to happen and what's not going to happen. Okay. And if you would like to reel yourself into this, we can actually team up together yeah. and work this thing together. That's how it should be. Okay. So, yeah. See, I'm so glad I brought this up. Yeah, man. Cause I only I, have I, one girl. I didn't think about this. Yeah. I only have one girl. I got to get the, his parents involved. Yeah. I was going to, I was talking to the other, her friends. Mm -mm. No, which I'm going to her friend's parents because I asked her friend, uh, her her girlfriend's mom. Hey, are are you authorizing this? Are we yeah. are we authorizing a, a movie thing here? Anyway, yeah. so the movies the movies are innocent. I mean, it's right. great, but it's still your daughter. You know right. what I mean? And Plus, I mean, I leave her alone with this boy. There you go. Which is, I'm not worried about them doing anything. Yeah. What I'm worried about is he. I'm not there to protect her. Yes. So I'm going to make sure I'm clear. Like, hey. You're, you better protect my daughter. Yeah. If you're going to be around her and I'm not, yeah. you, and I'll talk to all three boys, you boys better have your, your, your ish together. Anything yeah. goes down, yeah. you protect these girls. Yeah. Otherwise, you're going to talk to me. Well, I mean, that's why we're in the back seat. <laughs> that's we're why not, we're in the back seat. Come on, man. Yeah, we don't just. That's, yeah. that's what I told Ray, I told my daughter. I said, I, I said, yeah, I'll go. I said, you can go, but I'm going to be in the seat right behind there you. There you go. No, you're not. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Yes, we are videotaping the whole thing <laughs> so we can show your 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 husband, your soon to be husband, that we say that you can have. Oh my god! <laughs> Remember this guy that you took on the date? Oh, you were so cute then. Ha ha ha! Oh. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, I can, I can speak of my daughter was the best thing that ever happened to me. Obviously, marrying my wife was the best thing, um, but having my daughter uh, was it. It made me. It totally. I'm not going to say soften me up, mm -hmm. but it told it made it made me this more compassionate guy mm -hmm. to have a little girl. Yeah, right. Would you identify with this? Like, what did your daughter when like having a daughter for guys like big bravado men? Yeah, having a little girl. Yeah, what did that do? Um, what's the biggest thing? It just lightens your life. It lights. Up, that's man. it. That's it. It really does. It really does, especially when they look just like you, <laughs> especially like when you just spit them out. Yeah. Like my daughter looks exactly like me when I was a baby. Oh, God. Exactly. 
Like, yep, she, I can't deny that one. <laughs> right. That's right. all mine. You know, it looks just like when I was a baby. Yeah. That's so funny. Chunky and chubby and just, yeah. <laughs> she had roly polies. I mean, she was a yes. big girl. Oh, really? Yeah. My kid's going to be tall. Because now she's, she's thin. She's five, and, yeah. yeah. She's, and she's leaning out. And, yeah, yeah. I saw her on Instagram. Oh, like, man. It's yeah. like, whoa, what's going on here? You know, they're growing so fast. That's why, um, yeah, like you said, Instagram, I share and I take lots of pictures, lots yeah. of memories because they are growing right before our eyes, right. man. And before you know it, they're 18, they're in college, they're out of here, and they're trying to get advice with dating or jobs or, you know, whatever. So for me, you want to take a, a memoir. Of everything. Oh yeah, you're preaching to the choir. We have a th- like thousands of pictures of our kids. Yeah, and we post. We like to show our life that we live. Yes, and not to tell, uh, like show off. Right. We do it to show that hey, we're living a very harmonious, loving life with our kids, and yeah. we take our kids everywhere, and we do everything with them. And and I preach a lot how just get them involved in everything, Absolutely. and and see what sticks, see what yeah. they're passionate about. Yeah, like with, that can be hard. It can because you know, as we said before. We, certain people some people you just have no idea what you want to do with the rest of right. your life yeah so all right man let's let's land this plane here i want you to share some pearls with my audience our audience now okay tell me um through your journey you said that you said something powerful that when you went through the 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 separation you went through some therapy and some self discovery type stuff what, what did you discover? Like, what? How did that help you? Because well, a lot of people are scared to go get therapy or work on themselves, and they're in denial. Yeah. Tell me about that experience. What well, that did for you? One of the things is, I have mentors. My mentors are great. A lot of my mentors are a lot older than me, mm. and so when I talk to my mentors, my bishop friends, my pastor friends, my uh, real estate friends. Uh, my basketball friends, when I talk to my mentors, I always try to get um, their their expertise on different things. Some of my friends have been married for, um, thank you, many, many years. Yeah. How would you do it? You're in my shoes. What would you do next? What would be the next thing? And I have friends that are that are like, you know what? After you get uh, to get rid of one woman, you got to get her under another I have those friends. You have those friends. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, that doesn't sound right. So now I'm taking my issues and I'm putting it on to somebody else. I'm not healed. So now you have to deal with my unhealedness. Mm, come on. I'm taking whatever happened in the relationship that I didn't fix, I didn't cure, I didn't heal, that we didn't work out together onto you. Is that fair? No. No. So I didn't go that route. Now, my other mentors were like, oh, my other mentor, this is a great one. He's like, man, I, I would be in Tahiti somewhere. <laughs> I would be, I would be, <laughs> you got the best life. You know, you, you don't have any kids no more. You're an empty nester. Now you can f- f- uh, fulfill your musical career. You can travel the world. You can make all these albums. You can just do your thing, man. You are free. Free from what? Free to go where? Yeah. You know, I always wanted to be married and have kids. Mm. You know, that was the the idea. I actually wanted four kids. I wanted two boys and two girls. It ain't over yet. 
I'm 44. That's true. I can I can make kids anywhere. I had number two at 45. Wow. Yeah. I shouldn't say I, but yeah, I did. Well, the thing about that is what the mentors who are educating me is like, would you want to be in your 50s or 45 yeah, yeah. having starting over with a brand new kid? Right. And by the time you are in your 60s, 70s, I know. what are we doing? I know. <laughs> what are we doing? That's the question. So that was that. That was that aspect. Okay. And then the, the other mentors were like, you know what? Take this time to heal. There you go. Take this time to learn from your mistakes. Take this time to learn um, what you can do better. Take this time to sharpen yourself. Take this time mm. to uh, be one with with who JB is now, not the JB then, because that that union is gone. Now there's a a new JB, and you have to rediscover who that is. Ooh, so sitting alone with that man is hard, yeah, but necessary, so necessary. So when, if you decide to marry again, or if you decide to have another partner or a girlfriend or dating, you're more okay now, now that you're in this present yeah. state, yeah. now that you're doing the work, now that you're discovering um, who you are and, um, you know, uh, the way that you are. Uh, your quirks, your your mishaps, your dysfunctions, your um, anal retentiveness, your uh, it's got to be by the book, or your yeah. whatever that makes up JD or yep, JB, yep, right? You know, so um, I'm glad I did it that route uh, versus doing the the other route, being underneath so many different women, because there's a thing that we have in in the Christian world called soul ties. Mm. And I just couldn't see myself uh, being with someone that I have no idea who they are, how they are, who they've been with, you know, how many, how many numbers do they have <laughs> on their, you know, on their yeah, hit list, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, and I'm scared of any kind of disease, if, even if it's a cold, you know what I mean? I'm yeah. like, I'm going to get sick? Oh, no, that's not what's going to happen to me. Um, so I'm, I'm really glad I did it that route. Uh, versus the other route. Now, uh, I've seen a lot of friends that weren't very successful. Mm. Yeah, it, that thing hits you hard. Yeah, it really does. And they're just bouncing from girl to girl to girl. Not, to girl not to girl. healing. Not healing. And I, I'm the type of person that I would rather face it than than, than to run from it. I I want to be. Because of what I went through with my father. Yeah. You know what I mean? I had right. to go that route. So that taught me a lot. Like, you know what? Let's not go around it. Let's not put a Band-Aid on it. Let's 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 heal it from the source. Yes. Yeah. What have you learned about yourself during the healing process? Um, What's the biggest thing that you're like, ooh, ooh, wow, okay. That, again, I'm, I'm very, um, what is the word? Um, I have a lot that I needed to, I have work to do. Yeah. Have work to do. I'm, I beat myself up a lot. I'm very, um, what is the word? Meticulous. Yeah. And, um, you know, uh, I just, there's a certain way that I like to do things. Right. Perfectionist. I'm a perfectionist. And, and sometimes and that could be, yeah, that could be yeah. a good thing or that can kick you in the butt. Right. You know, and yeah. then to, to live with a person like that, yeah. you know, it's like, no, we need to dress like this. No, we, we're, we're walking in like this. No, we need to be 
on time. Or if we can't be on time, then we'll take both cars and you come in when you feel like it. But I need to be on I need to be on time. Yeah. Not just eight o'clock. Let's seven forty five. The church starts at eight. Let's be there at seven thirty. Why am I waiting? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just you know, just different things like, you know, nope, it's gotta be like this. Nope. It's gotta be like this. And not willing to bend a yeah, lot. Right. You know what I mean? Not mm-hmm. willing to it's like, you know, being a um, a teacher, and it's like, well, I learned it this way, and now being able to say, "Hey, you know what? I can agree with that. I I know how to bend with that. I know how to uh, uh, compromise with this. I understand your point of view now. You know, yeah. being able to recognize both sides instead of just being so heavenly on one or being so selfish, right? On one entity, I I I me me me. You know, my way, highway. Yeah, the way I was raised. Right. Um, Interesting. Yeah. 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 You learn a lot about about yourself when you're by yourself, and who's the new you, and you have a lot more patience now with yourself, and um, you love yourself more, mm. you know, versus picking yourself apart, being so. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just tearing That's interesting. yourself up. Yeah. Oh yeah. Self love is it's it's everything. It really is. Really is. It really is. That's kind of the moral of the story here. What you're really talking about is self-love. Because yeah. to, to be loved truly, you have to love yourself. Yeah. I've heard that a lot. And you're more pro- approachable that way. Yeah. Instead of you being this, you know, this tough. This hard, rigid. Yeah. Just like, mm, you know, having an attitude on your face the whole time. And like, something's wrong. Like you're, I, I see your heart. I feel your heart. I feel that you're genuine, honestly. But you can tell that there's something else going on there. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I don't want to have that. You know? Something that's in, that need, that's in there that is, you're bottled up. You're bottled up. And, you need, and you, people like that don't get calls for engagements. And, you know, no, they don't. No. No. Wow. Why would I work with you? Yeah. You know, yeah, you're talented, but your attitude sucks. Like, you're not a good person. You're not a good human being. And that's you know, not good. That's not good. You got to work on yourself. You got to work on yourself, and that's that's we what we were continuing to do. <laughs> wow! Yeah, so I'm so glad uh, that therapy uh, was there. And you and, you uh, you voluntarily went to, after that yourself. Like oh, you said, yeah. I'm going to do this. Yeah, yeah. So I you listen to the mentors. Yes, that's the mentors great. are are pivotal uh, in my in my journey. I still call them to this day. I still ask for their help. You know, they're very knowledgeable in, in everything. I have different mentors for different things. Finances, health. Uh, called you, uh, text you a few times. Like, who's your, who's yeah. your trainer? Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. I'm always reaching out. Like, Did you hit him next? up yet? Not yet. Okay, not do yet. it. I told him about you. Yeah. He's looking forward to it. Yeah, my schedule is crazy. I'm still working out, but I'm not doing yeah, it yeah, the yeah. way that right. a, a professional would say, hey, you're missing out on this. You need more of this nutrients. Yeah. Even if so it's forth. one or two days, like two days a week with him, yeah. you'll be on track. Okay. Even okay. just two, because I only go two. Yeah, max three. Yeah, two, two usually max three. Uh, I'm doing pretty. I'm doing better now. I'm uh, Mondays, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday are my weights. That's Tuesday, great. Thursday, Saturday are my basketball. Oh, that's great. I mean, so, you're, you're looking great shape. So I mean, you're yeah. doing something right for sure. I'm trying. I'm it's trying. hard. It's very hard. Long, uh, short-term pain, long-term pleasure three kids and then you're traveling you're always on the road yeah. it's it's very hard and then you're i run i yeah. run my own business yep 
there's no, no there's no agent there's right. no manager there's no 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 record label it's a lot I'm, of work i'm i am him yep <laughs> you are him a lot of work a lot of work a lot, a lot of, of work. paperwork a lot of uh administration and uh but that administration i learned from property management yes so i take what i've learned and i apply it to to now yeah, i could do that so no self-healing, ladies and gentlemen, we, yeah. this has been a theme on the show a lot, is in order to move forward, and especially to have another relationship, you have got to heal to. first. Yeah. Otherwise, that next person is going to get that brokenness, and it's just the, the, the cycle is going to perpetuate. It's going to continue. Yeah. There's no other way around it. And it won't thrive. No. It won't thrive. You know, when, you want to, when you're in a, a partnership, you want to make sure that iron sharpens iron. That's instead right. Instead of your babysitting. Um, a characteristic or some, my dad was never around or I have daddy issues or whatever the case may be. You want to make sure that we're on the same page, that we're knocking down the same walls. Two is always going to be better than one. Oh yeah. Always. Iron sharpens iron, ladies and gentlemen. I think we're going to end on that note. Iron sharpens iron. Yeah, Get man. some healing. Mental health is everything. Yes. Inner, inner peace. Yeah. Uh, inner discovery, inner work, inner growth is everything. 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 Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, JB Sachs in the house. Thank you so much. It's been an honor. It's been a pleasure. Likewise. I'm so happy you came in to share your story, man. Thank you for having me. Um, uh, guys, follow him on Instagram yes. at J Brown Music SD. J Brown Music SD as in San Diego. Got it. Yep. And, and, and when we post this, we'll put your handles all over the place. Yeah. And, and then, then you I, can. I'm Googleable. You go, you're on you're Google. Googleable. Googleable. I'm Googleable. Is that, is that, is that a word? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they, you know, you can type in JB Sachs. JB Sachs. JB S A W. He'll come up all over the place. I'm all over the place. And we're gonna, and we're gonna get you to the church. Yes. We're gonna get you to the church and Spencer. And the drums at the same time. <laughs> he's he's nice. a drummer. He's yeah. a drummer. Oh yeah. And he hasn't played in how long? About ten years. Ten years. Ooh. Ten years. We're gonna get him out of retirement. Oh man. Yep. Yeah. Or if you type in Jason Brown Sachs, I apologize. Jason I, Brown. Yeah, Jason yeah. Brown Sachs. We'll find There's it. There's a lot of Jason Browns out there. That's why there I did are. the whole yeah. JB yeah. Sachs yeah. thing. You know? I like JB Sachs. Yeah, it's very it's more Oh yeah. It's you. Marketable. It's you. Exactly. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, JB Sachs in the house. That's a wrap. Real deal talk. Let's go. Uh, come on.